Hey, 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 everybody! It is me again, Heath Armstrong, and this is episode 40 of the Archerpreneur Now podcast, and I am super pumped up to introduce you to my guest today, Jacqueline Duplessis, all the way from South Africa. Whoever you are, wherever you may be, whatever you may be creating, this is the episode for you. She's a world traveler. She's been doing it for 10 years, and she's only 29 years old. She has figured out a system to allow her to work on her own while traveling while supporting everything that she loves and dreams of. She's also a musician, and shortly after this interview, I actually contacted her again because I've been looking for the perfect mentor and coach for myself, and she is doing everything that I would love to be doing, and I am proud to say that everything has been going fantastic since I've had her on as a mentor, and as a coach. So I highly, highly recommend that you listen to this episode. There's all sorts of value, including lots of cool tools and tricks and resources. If you want to get out there and do a little boogie-woogie and travel the world, because who doesn't want to? So ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, for all the show notes, it's artsynow.com forward slash 40 in here we go. Come on, everybody, let me hear that beat. Come on, come on, everybody, let me hear that stickity stickity rickety dickity beat. Yeah. Here we go now. Who wants to get funky? Who wants to get a little creative out there? Which one of you want to get a little bit artsy now? Then get on with your bad self. She's loving life. She's living her dreams. And she's teaching others exactly how she does it. A global citizen. She's embarked on 12 countries and five continents. She's a singer. She's a songwriter, and we've got a serial archipreneur on our hands. A skidamarinkity-dinkity-dink, a skidamarinkity-doo-hoo. Jacqueline Duplessis, how are you? You are the archipreneur now. Wow, awesome introduction. Thank you, Heath. <laughs> I hope I said that your last awesome. name correct. <laughs> Jacqueline Duplessis, correct. Oh, I think I put an extra S on it, but nonetheless. <laughs> so what's going on? Doing great. Uh, just got back to Cape Town, South Africa, after spending uh, about four months. I don't know if you want to call it on the road, maybe in, on planes and trains and buses. Um, and uh, spent two months in Australia and uh, two months in Asia, traveling out throughout Asia. And yeah, it was good. Well, that's it's so amazing. And I feel like everybody should have the opportunity to do that at some point. And you are the perfect guest to have on to talk about how it is possible to get out there and see the world and, and follow your dreams. So thanks a lot for being on. Jacqueline, she's got a lot of experience with creative marketing. She does a little consulting, a world traveler, obviously. She's also a singer and songwriter, and she's got some amazing tunes out there floating around the interwebs and gumption coach, which we'll get into here in a little bit. So you were born and raised in South Africa, correct? And uh, yes. You had a little bit of college experience over here in the States, didn't you? Yeah. Um, gr- born and raised in South Africa. Um, used to dream, watch American television and, and listen to American music and radio and used to dream about traveling and especially going to the States. I dreamed about going to like, you know, every child's dream, Disneyland. Um, and yeah, w- when I was 18, I kind of had an opportunity to that I that I grabbed and um, and then applied to college in the States, got in, had no idea how I was going to pay for it or if I could, you know, do anything longer than a year. I, my, my family had said, you know, we'd they'd do what they could to support me for my first year. And I uh, went to college, got a bit of a scholarship and then actually started working out, working um, to help support myself on the campus and uh, started out working as a custodian. And nice. from there, worked my way all the way now to charging some good money for consulting. So I started at the way, way bottom 
and uh, doing literally cleaning bathrooms and vacuuming uh, <laughs> like college campuses. But um, yeah, it's it's been a it's been a good road and one of a lot of learning. And now I'm really passionate about helping people see that you do not need a million dollars. You don't even need half a million dollars. Um, you just need to have a lot of uh, what I like to call gumption. And uh, yeah. Where did you come up with the term gumption? Um, I, I, I mean, the word is one that's not really used very much, but sometimes every now and again, you'll hear it slip out in a song or a, or a movie. Um, and when I, when I Googled the definition of what gumption was, the, the words that stood out to me was courage. Um, one, one of the words was courage. And I really feel like that, especially as a woman traveling around and I've been traveling around the world by myself, it, it, t- it has taken a lot of courage for me to, I left my home in South Africa to go to the States uh, when I was 18. I mean, I, I think I was a bit naive at that stage, which, which maybe I needed at the time because you don't really know realities of life yet. Um, but yeah, I believe strongly in, in this idea of gumption and courage is one of those parts um, of gumption. The other part is initiative. So initiative is, these are, these are kind of buzzwords, but um, everybody maybe has a different idea of what initiative means. But for me, it's just about taking that first step, that first action. So um, even if it's one tiny little small thing towards towards um, what your dream is, if you're a musician, it's creating that YouTube you know, uh, channel, that SoundCloud account and uploading your first video. It's scary as hell and that's why you need courage, but you also need to take that initiative. And the other part of gumption, um, these three, kind of these three parts, these three keys of gumption, um, together, I feel like has really escalated and helped me be able to do all the things that I've done, you know, live a life of checking off my bucket lists. Um, the other the other key. So there's courage, there's initiative and then resourcefulness. Um, and because if you don't have a lot of money or a lot of time, um, you know, sometimes we have one more than more of one than the other. We might ha- not have a lot of money, but perhaps we have a little bit more time or maybe we don't have a ton of time, but we have a little bit more, bit more money. Um, to spend on, you know, kind of bringing our dreams or our goals into into fruition or reality. And so that other one is resourcefulness. So, you know, for me, like one of the biggest and most amazing things has been I could not have done half the things I've done without something as simple as the internet, Google. I mean, now today, if you want to plan a trip, I mean, it's nothing like you used to have to do. You go into Google, you read TripAdvisor reviews, you can go onto a lot of these websites and find places all over the world to stay for $20 a night in Asia under that. Sometimes you can read other people's reviews, social media. Um, and so it's that tool in itself, um, is, is a resource that is just, you know, amazing that has helped me be able to do so much, you know, YouTube platforms like YouTube and SoundCloud and, and all these other, those are all resources that we can make use of. And, and so I've just really delved into learning as much as I could about, different resources available and, and getting to know them and using them as different platforms or, or ways to educate myself. And so courage, initiative, resourcefulness, all this together, it kind of makes gumption. And so I'm, I'm super passionate about just teaching people about gumption. If you think I don't have time, I don't have money, I don't have, I don't know enough or whatever. Those are all just fears or, or, or as my, one of my mentors, Ramit Sethi calls it an invisible script, something that makes you think that, but truly it's not the case. And I'm just a living example of somebody that didn't have money. I had no education, like, or, you know, high school education when I was 18, when I started doing all this stuff and, um, and just like a little bit of courage. And each time you do it, you gain a little bit more courage and a little bit more experience, a little more confidence to try something else. Um, so yeah, I hope that was, hope I explained that well. (laughs) Yeah. I think you have enough, I think you have enough inspiration and kick behind you. I don't even have to say anything this interview. I think the audience is going to get pumped up on on you talking alone. I hope so. I'd love to hear about it. If anybody is inspired after this, I'd love to hear. You can send me a tweet. But um, yeah, there, I, ha- I have a couple quotes that, I, that really inspire me. Um, there's a song by Switchfoot, um, and it really inspired me a few years ago. And it said, this is your life. Are you who you want to be? this is your life. Is it everything you dreamed it would be? And that really like hit me because it's like, you know, right now there's so many people that 
you know, I, I'm sure a lot of people have read, or if you haven't read, go check it out. The four hour work week by Tim Ferriss. Um, the title is, I feel like sometimes mis- misrepresentative of what it's about, but a lot of people, you know, or our generations, our parents, our grandparents, the way we were raised, you go get a job, you go to college, you get a job, you, you know, put away money for retirement. And then one day, you know, you go on all these trips and cruises and do whatever you want. And I think today, a lot of people are starting to realize that, A, you may not be around, B, you may not have the money or the luxury of retiring. And so why wait till someday to live your dreams or to do the things that you want to do or you follow your passions and slog away for 30 or 40 or whatever years in something you hate um, and rather say, okay, how, how can I live my dream life, you know, in conjunction with the other things I'm doing. And can I, can I somehow pair that together? And if not, can I, can I work a job that maybe I don't love, but on the side, can I do other things that I love? Can I be creative? Um, So um, that, that quote was really, and that song was really inspiring to me. And so if it's not everything you dreamed it would be, I mean, sure. Like I wish when I was in Thailand, I was staying in fancy villas with, you know, infinity pools and, you know, being driven around by a private chauffeur. That's not the case. I was staying in a place under $20 a night. But um, that for me was still like, wow, I'm here in Thailand. In this, in While it's cold in South Africa, I'm here for two months. I can go to the beach, can drink fresh coconuts every day. I can learn to make Thai food. And so, you know, I don't, for me, I don't need that lap of luxury. Would that be amazing? Sure. But I'm willing to, to, to say I'd rather st- I can stay for two months instead of two days, you know, or, or two or two weeks by doing by doing it and say, yeah, let's how can I use my resources most effectively to get my dreams? And if somebody has a dream of living in a fancy villa with an infinity pool and, you know, fancy five, six star hotels and things, then, you know, maybe you can't do it for as long. Everybody has a different dream. You know, if somebody wants super fancy. Maybe you can only do it for three days. And if that's what you want, then like go for it. For me, it's more about was more about long-term travel and making it work with the with the limited resources that I had. And it's totally possible. I think especially Americans and Europeans and Australians who are used to spending, you know, who are used to hotels costing 100, 150, 200 plus dollars a night, you know, it seems impossible to be able to travel long-term. But when you go to Asia or other third world countries, I've been to the Philippines and Malaysia or South Africa, you know, for example, um, there are just, you know, you can find really cool places and, and food and, and spend, you know, an enti- your whole entire day's expenses is under $50 a day. So, um, it just depends what you want. And that's why, um, I actually created a little workbook, um, called the gumption big dreamer workbook, because I think many of us, when we were kids, we were either told by, you know, parents or other people that we, you know, that dream that we had was, you know, not going to make money or it was stupid or, um, you know, you know, oh yeah, give you a little pat on the head. But um, I think we've a lot of us repress and forget about those things that we wanted, and then we live our lives slogging away for that day that will one day come where we will be rich or where we will, you know, have have these things happen. Or, but it's not like that anymore. And you can, you can have today, like, you, or you need to create today. And I think that's a lot of it. Take action and create today what you want. It's not easy. It's, it takes hard work. It takes a lot of sacrifice. But um, if there's something that you really, really want to do, I absolutely believe that with the right amount of, of time and effort um, and dedication and passion that you will get there. Yes. <laughs> this is amazing. And in, in her workbook that she's talking about, I think you can get it at getgumption.com. Is that correct? correct? And it's a 12 week program that I've actually filled it out myself. And it's amazing for creating benchmarks. And I've read through several books uh, that kind of help you uh, structure what your goals are and how to reach them. But she does an amazing job of summing it all up. And she has these amazing inspirational quotes in there. And you're dropping that switch foot bomb. That takes me back. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I can't remember the last time I actually heard switch foot. So that's kind of, it's kind of crazy that you, you mentioned them and have them in that book. Yeah, you're welcome. And that, yeah, you can, you can download it completely free. I'm not going to spam you. I'm, I really just want to create a community of people that, um, I can share a lot, what I, a lot about what I've learned. I've got some emails there for support in time. I want to be able to, you know, have other people bring other people, perhaps like Heath does here. Um, and, and just inspire people. That's really what, you know, Simon Sinek gave a Ted talk and he said, 
a lot of people know what they do and how they do it, but they don't know why they do it. And I feel like one of my big whys is I love to just share. If people will listen and and apply what I say, you know, apply ideas and come back and be like, man, I read, like you just said, oh, I, I did your workbook. I'm like, dude, that's awesome. Like, let's talk about it more. How else can I help you? And um, because I'm really just inspired by ideas, creativity, and other people going after their dreams. So I'm, I'm glad you did that. And that's available to any of your readers to download getgumption.com absolutely free. Yeah. And I'll put a link to that in the show notes as well. And I actually printed two copies and gave one to Lindsay and she's been looking at it and supposedly is going to be filling it out soon. She's a little cool. busy, but yeah, cool. it's, I hope it's it amazing. Helps, so. She actually gives you these sheets. All right. It's, it's a packet and there's actually room to write on it, which is nice. So they don't just give you a question with this tiny little space and ask you to write all your dreams out. There's plenty of room there and, and it's a great layout. So Cool. And for those people that are super digital, um, I actually spent a lot of time on this and had a designer help me to make it editable. So if you want to fill it out on your iPad or your computer and save it, it's actually completely editable PDF. So um, if you if you don't want to cut down trees and print it out, I like to print out things. But um, for the you know our digital generation, it, it's a lot easier for some people to <laughs> keep it on their on their tablet or iPad. Yeah, I like to print everything out and just stick it all over the wall everywhere until I get Highlight so overwhelmed and I start putting it all on the computer and then I start all over again. Yeah, I'm one of those people, markers and highlighters yeah. and pens and scratches all over. That's me as well. Yeah. Um, but so it's for, for the best of both worlds. You can print it out or you can uh, fill it out digitally. Yeah, so anybody out there who, who literally just needs a little bit of help taking that step forward and and writing down and thinking about the goals that you need, this is the perfect guide for you. Uh, so do it right now. Get funky. Do a little boogie woogie. And <laughs> I, I was checking out Jacqueline's website, and she's got this duly noted. This is something that I might have to steal from her. But she's got this huge page of all her bucket list items on there, which is it's so much fun looking at what she has on there that she wants to do and the things that she's also accomplished. And she's very avid about helping others achieve items on their bucket list as well. So it goes hand in hand. And some of the notable things I'm looking at, you know, you recorded an album, fly a helicopter, uh, swim with the dolphins in Hawaii, seeing musicals around the world, eat cheese in the Netherlands. I mean, who doesn't want to do that? (laughs) Dutch cheese, it's amazing. Yeah, I mean, we have Wisconsin here, but it can't compare to the Netherlands. And so this is very, very intriguing and inspiring. Thank you. Yeah, do it. Put up a bucket list. I'd love to read it. (laughs) So on this journey and all these amazing things that you've done all over the world, I know you've probably run into some times where they were kind of hard for you. And you had you had to get over certain humps to get back, you know, into yourself and get funky again and get back into the groove. What do you think some of the most important lessons that you've learned so far are? That's a great question. Um, I mean, there are different challenges sometimes. Being that I travel alone, I'm, I've never. I think I've only ever been on one flight or two flights of all the probably. I, I don't think I've been on a hundred flights, but a lot many, many dozens. And um, so when you're, when you're traveling alone, it can be tricky. Sometimes it's just, you know, I've, I've, I actually mentioned to you before um, privately that I love to listen to audio audiobooks. So um, I find ways to, you know, keep myself busy. I can't be sitting on the plane talking to my best friend. So I listen to Tina Fey's bossy pants, you know, um, and laugh my ass off when I'm, I actually was in Bali super sick recently. I got some Bali belly food poisoning or whatever, and uh, was massively ill one night, like physically shaking for, with fever. And I was like, crap, this is going to be not a fun night. And so I was like, hmm, I have that that audio book, Bossy Pens, that I haven't listened to. And they say laughter is the best medicine. So let me uh, have my bottle of water and my vitamin C and, and my, my head, put my headphones in. And it was hilarious. Like every single time I woke up at, at night, um, I would hear her say some kind of joke or some, you know, thing. And I would be laughing so hard while I'm massively ill. But, and I had to fly. I was really worried because I had to fly to, to Melbourne, Australia the very next day um, for a conference. And I didn't want to lose out all that investment. And so I wasn't well enough the next day to fly out to Australia from Bali. Um, so that was tough. I mean, when you're, when you're traveling alone and if you get sick or whatever, um, there's a lot of these travel bloggers 
some of the big guys out there they've they've blogged about stuff like that being being alone or being sick by yourself um so i just i have a i usually have a plan you know like okay these are the things that i know help me when i'm ill so i either travel with them or i know where to get them when i'm traveling um <clears throat> but that doesn't happen too often um but on every trip something has happened typically that has either got me down for the count of flu or actually had an injury on my last trip and I just, I find ways to prepare for it, I guess. I have really good travels and travelers insurance that I get when I'm traveling. Um, it's called World Nomads, if anybody wants to look into it. It's amazing. Um, they flew me home business class when I got injured. It's a long story. But so I find ways to just be be prepared, I guess. So if I feel like I'm going to be, you know, on a long trip and and I'm alone, I'm, I have an audio book or a book to read. Um, I prepare by having traveler's insurance, um, you know, today with Skype and the internet, I always try to stay in places, um, with that has internet so I can Skype friends or, um, you know, with technology and Facebook and stuff, it's nice to stay connected. Um, but as much as traveling alone is, is a challenge sometimes, um, it's also the thing that makes you get out there. You know, I don't know if you've ever been to an event and you go with friends you just kind of talk to each other and you stay together and it's rare that you meet new people. But when you're alone, you're kind of not forced, but more encouraged, let's say, to to reach out and talk to people to try different things. Um, and so there's it's like not a blessing and a curse, but it's it's you can you can choose which way it goes. Right. So you can say, oh, I'm not going to travel because I don't want to travel alone or I'm scared. Or you can say, yeah, hell yeah, I'm going to go and embrace this adventure. And I'm not exactly sure how this is going to work out because a lot of my trips are like that. Um, but you have amazing experiences. So um, I would say it's, that's a challenge, but also the, a blessing about traveling. Um, you could probably think of some more, but that, that probably was good for now. So when you get out there and, and you start traveling and getting around the world, are there any particular resources that really come in the most handy to you? Like if there is somebody out there who had a dream that they wanted to kind of live the four hour work week, you know, not necessarily to that extreme, but just get out there and, and hop from place to place, uh, find ways to sustain a living while they're there and then move on to the next place. Uh, do you know of any resources that you personally use that could be of value to them? Um, good question. Um, sometimes on my trips, I've like worked for clients or done consulting or, or, or things, you know, just having my laptop. So I always... I always, you know, make sure I have a laptop or, 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 you know, uh, when you're traveling from country to country, something you, you forget often is that every country has different power or plugs, you know, different outlets. And oh, so no. having an international convert, like going, investing in a really good adapter, you can probably go hop on Amazon and find a bunch of them. Um, in the past, I used to have like a, an adapter for every single country. And then you're like, have this massive bag of like adapters and things and it's just heavy and clunky so actually when i was in singapore i found this cute little box and it all opens up and kind of unfolds and and you can it pretty much works for every country so um doing work for clients as you're traveling um if that's something you can do or freelancing or finding something you know whatever it is um that you do if you can find a way to do it online um you can do it while you travel and um, if not then you just have to you know have some savings that's what i did more on this past trip um, I, I did less work so I could do more focused on other creative projects I was doing. Um, but as far as resources go, I mean, it's like easy to Google the internet. Um, I've found, I guess that for me, like TripAdvisor, um, I like a lot. Um, I actually started using a website called Fancy Hands. It's a virtual assistant kind of site where you can have a certain amount of requests a month and so certain travel things that usually take a long time like finding flights um or finding good price flights or finding things to do in different cities that would sometimes take you an hour or two or three would I don't, depends um i would just say like hey i want you to give me a list of the top rated free activities and the top rated uh like activities that cost money in Kuala Lumpur and I, cause I didn't have time before I was leaving because I decided like I'm going to go to Kuala Lumpur tomorrow so as I was packing and doing stuff I just emailed them and within an hour I had like a whole list with all these links and reviews and that was super awesome so um, I use the internet and different internet tools to support me as I'm as I'm going around um, 
yeah. <laughs> Uh, people have more questions, I guess they can reach out more specific questions, but, um, there's also a website. I can't remember the, the web, the, the URL now, the actual website name, but there's a couple of these sites that are new that are not as well known that, um, for instance, like I actually met this guy in, in, in Thailand who'd just been like traveling the world and they used a website that I, I'll have to send it to you later and you can link to it below. Um, where it'll literally, you can say you can put in your city and then you, that you're in and then the city you want to go to. And then when you, when you enter, it'll tell you like every possible transportation option, like not just flights, it'll tell you bus options, train options, and it'll actually link you to all those websites. That website, oh my gosh, will save you so much time, hours, frustration, and help you know like what's available and more or less what it costs. Um, really? So like, so yes. They just mind blowing. That's that sounds something like it could solve a lot of problems for a lot of people. Everybody I've told since then, they've been like, "Holy crap, this is amazing!" I was like, "I know." Some random guy I just met in a in this like place told me about it, um, and he's so, been traveling around the world for six months using it. Do you have the name, or if you if you don't have it now, you can send it to me, and I'll post yeah, it in the show I'll, notes. I'll, I'll look it up while we're talking now, um, and then I also found a, a, a website. That, um, for instance, like a lot of airlines, right? You have to say, I want to go from Chicago to Hawaii or, or Honolulu or whatever. You have to put in two cities and like two dates or at least your flexible dates and it'll give you, um, it'll give you, you know, prices or whatever. But I was like sitting in Thailand and I was like, hmm, where do I want to go next? Like, what, there's a lot of different places in Asia that you could go to from there. And so I was like, what if I just put, what if there was a website where I put in, I'm in Phuket and I want to go anywhere, like anywhere, like show me, show me what's around, you know, like, or what, you know, because a lot of cities don't go direct to it. And I was like, show me what's around within a certain price range. And again, I, I have to go, it's, it's bookmarked on my, on my, my travel laptop. Um, but I'll have to find that for you. But it was, it literally, you can put in, I want to go anywhere at any time because sometimes you're like, Ooh, like this is only a hundred dollars to fly to this place that I'd never even thought of or heard of. Um, and so maybe not in the States, you know, maybe if you're in the States it would be as useful, but in Europe in uh, in a any part in Asia, this can come in so handy. You're in the place for a while and you're like, Hey, where can I go for a hundred bucks? Boom. Done. Shows you where you can go. And I mean, I actually didn't like do any travel cause I only found this website like a week before I was, I was leaving. But I was like, this is so awesome if you're doing long-term travel and just want to adventure and try new places and say, I have a hundred bucks, I have 200 bucks. Where can I go for that? Um, so that, that, that blew my mind as well. I'll, I'll send you that link as well. Um, as soon as I find it. <laughs> yeah. That sounds super exciting. I, I can't imagine just, I've, I've often sat in my house, you know, when a lot of work builds up, you get a little stressed and it's like, you know, I kind of like to just go somewhere and you don't really know where, and you can look at a map and you can search all you want for, you know, where the good deals are at that moment and things like that. But to be able to just to put, you know, anywhere and bring up some options, be like, yes, it's exactly what I want to do right now. Yeah. We could pull your check pants it out, down babe. and jump on a plane. And, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Pull your pants down. Oh my yeah. gosh. They wouldn't let you on the plane. <laughs> um, but yeah, like, I mean, if it works in the States, I haven't looked, I haven't looked, uh, you know, state wise, um, cause I'm not there anymore, but that would be, imagine if you're like, Hey, I want to go anywhere that's under a hundred dollars. Show me my options. For a weekend like how cool is that right um yeah, i thought everything it was here is about the complete opposite they just wring your neck and show you all the flights that are like six hundred dollars one way to go like two hours yeah. You're like, oh. oh i have i have a really cool tip that i learned for you for doing that when you're searching for flights and i've seen this firsthand search in an incognito browser window so if you're on chrome i think it's like control shift n um i don't know what it is on uh, on uh, like mozilla or these other search engines but if you do a lot of searching on one browser, they actually save your cookies and will start raising the prices. I don't know if you've ever seen that, but I've seen it because I've searched for a lot of flights. What I did is then I, I was in, in Firefox. And so I went over to Internet Explorer, opened it up because it's you know a different browser. It wasn't holding my, the cookies for my searching. And the flight dropped down in price again. So they're totally like, like you know. It should be illegal. Yeah, totally horrible, right? Because you see the price jumping up and so you hop and buy it, but now you're spending $40 more than it was. If you go over to a different browser, um, 
it'll be back to the same price it was when you initially searched it. So that's like a major tip that can save you like a lot of money um, by doing it that way. <clears throat> yeah, I've seen this kind of principle put in action with other companies too, like even online shopping centers like Amazon and Best Buy and things like that. They they sometimes will drop it if you don't buy it. They'll throw an ad up on your browser somewhere and drop it. Uh, but they also increase it sometimes and in, in it's just to try to get you to buy it. And you think the price is going up. And with plane flights, man, I can see everybody thinks they're going to go up as it gets closer to the date. And they often do. And then at the last minute, they drop back down again. So I'll keep that in mind. I'll, I'll try it out. Yeah, absolutely. So I found the website for the, the flight searches. Um, I don't know how to pronounce it. It's called Adiso, I think. A-D-I-O-S-O. I'll send you the link, Adiso. Um, and so, I, for instance, I just put in, I'm in Chicago, Illinois. I want to go anywhere at any time. And then you just put in like what currency you have and, and what city you're in. And it'll just pop you up. Like, let me change this to dollars because it's still um, it's still on Thai bot when I was there. <laughs> but uh, let's see here. I think it's Idioso. Maybe. Idea. So yeah, I don't know how to pronounce that idea. So, but for instance, if you're in Chicago and you're like, I want to go anywhere, where can I go anywhere at any time? And it's like, Hey, you can go to Vegas for 109 bucks, like this weekend, if you want, or Florida, go to Fort Lauderdale. So it, it's just like, I think it's a way cooler way of traveling instead of shopping, showing up at the airline at airports. I, I know a friend that did that. Give me the cheapest flight anywhere. And they're like, sorry, we don't do that. Um, but you just go on this website. I can fly. You can fly from Chicago to Vegas one way uh, on September 3rd for $109. Um, and it sends you a link directly to the website. Um, it'll actually tell you it like there's a, a bunch of different tabs. So is this the best flight, the cheapest flight or the fastest flight? So sometimes, you know, it may the cheaper one may have a couple stops or, you know, take a long time. Whereas the fastest trip on this one is $132. So I don't know what the normal cost is between Chicago and Vegas, but $109 sounds pretty good. Yeah, I just put a search in from <clears> Louisville <throat> to anywhere this weekend just to see what it'll do. That's pretty awesome. It actually, you know, it looks like it saves places that you've searched for before on your cookies too and brings them up. And you can actually get an, you can say, I want to watch prices. So like on the top right corner, it'll say watch prices and you can enter your email. And so if that, flight drops in price at all like you can say i want it let me know email me anytime it goes below 100 or whatever so you can let's say you've just been wanting to go to a certain city but you're waiting for the price to go down and you're open perhaps maybe you work for yourself or i don't know um then yeah so i just was like okay i don't want to watch this physically so i'm just gonna put in a watch me and i got an email a couple days later and the price went down like 30 bucks or whatever so i was like sweet let's do it and so i flew i flew from uh where did I buy, I buy, t buy a ticket? Oh, I bought. I flew from Phuket to Singapore to Perth, Australia. So that was awesome. It's the best um, kind of search meta engine that I've found with flights. I haven't found a better one yet. Yeah, and it's kind of got that that nag of a sight excitement with it too. So oh my gosh, I loved it. I loved it. So maybe you maybe you don't have the luxury of just being like, oh, I want to go anywhere, but. Um, I think this is so much more adventurous. Like, Hey, I can, I, I want to go somewhere this weekend. What, where can I go for this price or maybe next weekend or in a couple months? But, uh, yeah, so I, I advise, I advise you to check that out. I thought it was super fun. Um, yeah, you can completely customize everything, cities, uh, continents, regions, states, uh, mm -hmm. you can make lists. So cool. Well, thanks for, for bringing that up. I'm sure a lot of people listening will find value in that, uh, swinging up the other direction, you you've created this gumption where you basically teach people how to kind of achieve their goals and you give them benchmarks and uh, keep them motivated to get to those points for you personally what what are some of the major habits or methods that you have in place to take you from hey i have this idea of something that i want to do and you're visualizing it to actually making it a reality it's very simple and the hardest thing, but super simple. You have to just decide that you want it, that you're going to do it. Um, 
and that's I, it might sound like cheesy or whatever but if you're like okay like oh, oh like i hear this all the time oh i've always wanted to come to africa because people here i'm from there like oh that's awesome to come visit you not one person has ever of the hundreds and hundreds and hundreds why because they're like oh that sounds cool and that sounds nice and there's plenty of things that sound nice and cool to me. I'd love to randomly go to someplace in Italy, but I'm not super driven and passionate about it. it. Sounds cool, but it's not like number one on my list. And so that's why I created that workbook because it's going to help you figure out what's number one on your list and then, or number two or, or the, the top couple of things on your list, because we all have different priorities, right? For the, for the way we're going to spend our money or our time or our resources. And so but once you are like, okay, this is it, deciding and com- like, just be like, I'm going to do this. Like, no matter what, if I have to save for a six months or a year, if I have to, you know, cut out certain things that I was doing before to save for it, or if I have to, you know, I've had, I've had friends have weddings that I'm like, sorry, I'm, I'm sorry. Like I would have loved to come, but like, I'm not able to do that. I'm some, I've got some other commitment to myself, <laughs> um, whether it's some trip or thing that I've committed to or planned to. So, um, and to not let your, you know, if you find yourself like, okay, so let's say like name something that you've always wanted to do. He like learn to serve or it can be something small. It can be something big, something that you've always wanted to do that you haven't done yet. Uh, castle tour, Ireland and Europe. Okay. Okay, cool. So what list, like all the things that come to mind when you say like, oh my gosh, I've always wanted to do that, but why haven't you done it yet? What are all the reasons, excuses, or things that are stopping you? All the stumbling blocks. A full-time job with only five days vacation would be the main one. Okay. Uh, what obviously else? Obviously, money would be okay. the main one. Okay. Um, so again, we have other, time other and money. tasks, you know, other tasks had filled up my schedule and I, I've honestly in the past been the type of person to say, just like most, you know, 99% of people out there where it was like, well, I can do that, but I mean, you know, it's not really logical. Like there's no way I'm actually going to be able to do that. And in the last six months, I've completely changed my entire outlook, which is why I've got a trip to Thailand and a trip to Sweet. South Africa plan next year. And I've traveled all over the States this year, way more than I ever have. So, and we're going to Costa Rica for new year's. Fantastic. Fantastic. Yeah. So the, the time and money I find, and, 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 and I have these excuses come up for myself too. Don't worry. It's not like, it, you know, I'm immune now that I've traveled all over, but I've realized now that like, okay, wait, I, these are always the excuses that come up for me and everybody is that, is this true? And so, for instance, you're like, okay, I don't have the time. Let's put that to a side. You said I don't have the money. Have you ever done a search to find out how much it would cost for you to fly to Thailand? I mean, to Thailand, to, to Ireland for this cancel tour. Uh, yes, and I've, I've actually found which airports to go f- to and from. But before, when I, when I didn't actually have the mentality to be persistent and put this into place, uh, no, I never looked. I never knew anything. Yeah. Because I find the big people like I don't have money, and I'm like, do you even know how much it would cost? No, I just don't have the money. I only have a hundred dollars in my bank. That's not the point. The point is to say, okay, take action, even one little step, and say, okay, yeah, it's a thousand dollars or it's fifteen hundred dollars to fly. Okay, now you're empowered. Now you can say, let me let me go into however you say the side Edioso or whatever. Let me go and put in that search and let me watch the prices. And let me put in, I know that I, my best search I could find was 1200 Let me watch the price and see if it drops down to 1000 right? You, you're not putting an exact date. You're just being proactive and saying, let me take some initiative. Um, maybe you're able to um, start researching using the internet and investigating about using mileage, you know, signing up for a United credit card, which currently has 50,000 bonus miles. Um, I've actually never done the miles thing before because by the time I actually learned about it, I wasn't living in the States anymore. <laughs> but um, every fr- I have a ton of friends that are not doing it. It's like that one thing that I'm like, oh, my gosh, I wish I had have known and used that resource yeah. before. But like, you know what? OK, I'm not in any hurry to do this castle tour. I know it's going to cost me about twelve hundred dollars or whatever. Hey, let me let me get that card with 50,000 bonus miles. You're going to spend that minimum spend anyway doing what you do on the average day. Why don't you just get 50,000 bonus miles in doing it um, and, and, and spend a little time, spend two hours researching what that is. And if you're afraid about your credit score, do research on that. There's a lot of information online. Um, check with your bank or find out what bonuses um, and maybe in a year or two years, you know, even if it takes two years, 
you have enough miles to fly there for free. And then people are like, oh, but I don't have the money for hotels. Like there are so many things that you can do. There's couch surfing. There's, um, you know, like things like hotels.com or um, I use agoda.com. One of these kind of meta searches and sites for, I've saved so much money. Like this call, if people implement it, will save you thousands of dollars. Because if you actually go on a trip and do and use these things, you can save so much money by not getting caught up by something simple like your cookie search or um, using these sites like Agoda. Like they're half the price sometimes of what the hotel's flat rates are normally if you just go into the hotel. I've actually done that in Thailand. I walked in. I said, hi, what's the best rate you can give me? They quoted me. I sat down, got their Wi-Fi password, checked on on uh, on Agoda, half the price. I went up to them and said, hey, this is the price I can find on Agoda. Can you give me better? Sometimes they'll give you a better price because they actually have to pay that site money if you book from them. So it's in their best interest to give you that price or better. And sometimes they're like a big brand hotel and they're like, sorry, nope, that's the best we can do. Sit down, sit back down, book my hotel. Two minutes later, I hand them my voucher and there I'm in. So um, <clears throat> there are just so many different ways to get to what you want if you're willing to do the work. And just some people aren't, you know, they just want it handed to them. And those are not my people. I'm there for the people who want to work for it. And because it's awesome when you're like, holy crap, <laughs> I just made my dream come true by can taking consistent forward action. Yeah. When you have a visualization board and you look at it every day and you constantly are seeing the things that are coming down off of it because you've achieved them, it's an amazing feeling. And I know in the four hour work with Tim Ferriss, or Tim Ferriss actually says, it's better to get, you know, stay in a hostel the first couple of days and then go locally to find places to stay after that. And ask the locals because you can save a whole bunch of money doing that. And Absolutely. Airbnb. That's a big yes, one that I've been I love using. Airbnb. I yeah. use that in Melbourne. Another tip that a resource that I would I would highly, highly suggest is a lot of people, you know, me included at first, when I first started traveling, you're like, I don't know where to stay. So you go and research online and you find somebody and you book it for a week. Like that is the absolute worst thing you can do <laughs> because what's going to happen is that it could be a really crappy place, which I met a guy in Kuala Lumpur who'd paid upfront for a month and he got there. It was nothing like the pictures, which warning a lot of these places on the internet, they have some nice fancy photographer come, but it's not what it looks like. Um, and either it's horrible or, you know, they just don't like it. Or like in Thailand, I spent a lot of money on a four-star hotel that had the most atrociously rock-hard beds. And oh. so what I, what I now do is if I'm staying at a place that I've never been to before, like or at a hotel I've never been to before, one or two-night booking maximum. If you love it, you just ask them to extend. And often it's cheaper if you just add, I'd like to extend. And especially if it's like lower season or, or something, they'll be like, yeah, I'll, I'll give you even a better rate than you booked online. And then, um, and, and if you don't love it, you just, my first day, this is what I was like, I want to find a place closer to the beach. So what did I do? My first day, I walked along the beach and I looked at all of the signs room for rent, room to board, you know, there's, especially in Thailand during like low season, there's tons of places. I mean, if I was there maybe during December, that wouldn't be a good, that wouldn't be a good strategy because there's too many people there and you may be sleeping on the beach. But, um, you know, certain times of travel times, there are just so many places. And I walked around and I found a new place and I stayed there for four days and then I found an even better place. The next thing I was spending half of what I was paying, um, you know, just three nights earlier with even better, like right on the beach. So, um, that is a big thing. Like don't like people are just afraid. They're like, I want to have everything sorted. I don't know. Like it just makes so much more sense. Trust yourself. This is what I eventually realized. Stop worrying. Like, I don't know the place and the currency and the people and where it is. Like trust yourself to say, I am fill in the blank. How many years old? And I've taken care of myself up to this point. Like just because you're in another place doesn't mean you're going to like, you know, not be able to like make good decisions. Um, so you will figure it out. Even if one night, maybe you have to stay somewhere more expensive than you planned, you will figure it out and trust yourself enough to know that it'll be an adventure and treat it as such. Woo, That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> All right. So Jacqueline, if, if you could spend a little bit of time creating something with anyone from the past or present, who would it be? And what would you create? Oh man. Um, I have a, I love movies. I have a passion for movies and, 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 uh, like telling stories. So like, I've never thought about this before. This is just totally coming up right now. I would love to spend time with like Steven Spielberg 
um, and making a movie or or telling a story in like a short film or or something like that. Um, I love I love mu- and that for me because that puts together music and it puts together creativity and it gets put together like people and stories. I think that would be the most amazing thing. Never thought about it before. It just came up. He's got a powerful mind too. Yeah. All right. So if if you had to battle Godzilla, how would you <laughs> use your creativity and talents to defeat that big bastard? Ah, well, I wrote a lullaby for my nephew and anybody that hears it says they want to go to sleep. So <laughs> or it's really soothing. So I'd whip out my guitar and sing a lullaby and he'd fall asleep. <laughs> now, would you leave him asleep or would you finish him? Oh, maybe I'd like hypnotize him to become my, like, you know, under my control. Wahaha, take over the world. <laughs> yeah, I had a writer on uh, Josh Keelan in episode, I think it's 22. And he said that he would write him into submission and then use him to defeat Mothra, the other giant reptile monster. So, okay, it's cool. Kind of interesting. Cool. I hypnotize him to become, yeah, my, uh, my personal bodyguard <laughs> or do whatever I want. Be a pretty damn good bodyguard. It's kind of yeah. scary. <laughs> so, what are some of your creative influences? Who, who do you look up to and who have you kind of followed or have you had any mentors that have kind of helped you get to where you are today? And, and- Definitely. Um, there are ones that I'll mention that that you've n- most people probably have never heard of, but I really find ways to learn from as as many people as I can. Um, you know, I, I was really influenced by the writings of Renee Brown and after seeing her TED talk, um, and she talks a lot about creativity and if you, you know, if a lot of people struggle with putting their things out there with perfectionism or feelings of shame or fear about what other people are going to say, she has that quote from, from Daring Greatly about it. You know, it's not about all these other people that, that, um, want to comment on your work or troll and leave stupid comments. Oh, your voice sucks or whatever. Um, which luckily for me so far has been pretty low, but I, probably cause I'm not getting millions and millions of hits on videos and things. But, um, I love, I, I loved, I loved her work, super inspired by it. Creative, creatively, um, any, any artist and musician doing what they love. Um, you know, obviously like the, the big, the guys that are in the spotlights, the, the Ed Sheeran's, the small guys that just worked really hard and 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 did well for themselves. A lot of, but just a lot of music. A random song will inspire me. A, a movie. Um, I actually wrote a blog post recently, like lessons inspired by the movies, the zombie edition. I am not a fan of zombie movies. I don't really watch zombie movies, but the two zombie movies that I saw um, really impacted me. These two specific scenes or lines, and when I put them together, I realized how inspiring they were just about life. And uh, so I try to pull creativity from, from all kinds of sources. I've had, I've had coaches, uh, somebody by the name of Trina Harmon. She's a, a, a songwriter that has worked with kind of the big names. And uh, she does what she calls, uh, she's the artist coach. So she knows what it's like to coach artists and their challenges and, and things that they come up against. Love her. Um Oh, there's a lot of people I'd probably be on here for hours just talking about different people that have inspired me. But um, you can find creative inspiration from so many places. I actually just got a got an email last week from a guy. I'm on his email list. He sends like a little video every week from Costa Rica where he talks kind of about, I'm not super into astrology, but he'll talk about what's going on. He calls it the weather report or the Pele report about what's going on, you know, in the new moon, like currently it's the new moon. And and he has these little mantras at the end of every video. And uh, last week I was super inspired. I was like, I sat, pulled out my guitar, made a little song, put it on, like videoed it, which is really bad quality, but I recorded it, um, the audio on my little portable recorder, emailed it to him. And he was like, oh my gosh, this is amazing. Love it. Thank you. And can I put it on my Facebook page? Um, and for me, it was just a mantra that I loved and I wanted to remember. And so I was like, I know I'm not going to just memorize this this little mantra poem thing. So if I sing it though, I will remember it. If I make a little song and uh, I did. And now I'm like singing the song the whole week in the shower and every time I felt stressed or whatever. So find creativity everywhere. And I think sometimes that just comes from 
you know, you know what inspires you for me being out in nature sometimes or just being quiet or meditating or um, find that thing that you, you know, that little space, that little quiet that inspires you and uh, find ways to to be with yourself in that. And I, I, I am, I'm in a group of a lot of women who they call it like the soulful branders, people wanting to be soulfully in business. Um, and I shared a story about how with I'm a perfectionist. And so often I write a song or make a video and I'm like, oh, it's crap. And so I won't upload it or I won't share it. But I realized that it's really like me hiding. And every time I shared stuff that I thought wasn't that great, everybody, like so many people would be like, oh my gosh, so beautiful, so inspiring. And so I came up with this hashtag, share anyway. So when you're scared or you're afraid or you don't want to, you just put it up anyway. And then I hashtag it share anyway. And it kind of like took off like fire, like all of a sudden, all these people were like, share anyway, share anyway, like I'm scared, but I'm sharing anyway. And um, so, yeah, I, that's what I would say, like, stop hiding the stuff that you're doing and do it for yourself first, make it for yourself first. And then, you know, to heck with what other people think it's going to inspire somebody and share anyway. Yeah. And that that is some amazing closing advice. And it is all about sharing anyway and getting out of your comfort zone and just getting a little bit funky. You know what I mean? Just do it, do it anyways. And once you put it out there, you realize that it's not that bad on the other side and the amount of doors that it opens up is incredible. Absolutely. Absolutely. It gets good funky. <laughs> yeah. Get funky. So how, how can our listeners uh, get in contact with you? Um, if you go to my website, there's links to all different ways I'm on social media, Twitter, Facebook, um, they can email me if they'd like. I'm, I'm always interested in hearing other people's stories and helping where possible. It's, uh, Jacqueline or in the American lingo, Jacqueline at getgumption.com. But yeah, find me on Twitter, Facebooks. Uh, if you're creating something, if you're uh, scared to create something or scared to share something, hashtag it share anyway, and, and mention me in a Twitter or whatever. I'd, I'd love to connect with more people that are that are listening to this type of stuff, more like-minded people and uh, together um, and supporting each other, we can do great things. This has been an amazing time and you've ultimately one of the most inspiring, energetic people I've had on this show. And I'd love to get you on again in the future, down the road, see how you're progressing, see what sure. crazy city you might be in doing <laughs> some crazy item on your bucket list. And yes. it is ultimately inspiring for everyone here. And so thanks a lot for being the Archapreneur now. Awesome. Thanks for having me, Heath. And you're awesome. Thanks for what you're doing and bringing all these people together. Uh, no problem. And always remember to keep it funky. Keep it funky. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Archapreneur Now podcast. For all the show notes and more information, please visit artsynow.com. That's A-R-T-S-Y now.com. Thank you. The music for this podcast was provided by Shaky Feeling out of Ventura, California. For more information, please visit shakyfeeling.com. Keep it funky.